the Lord Jesus hey, before we begin, kills that fear I'd for like us to ask because the question. one making those promises to us is surely a man. Punished before. He is not just a man. He is also God. So it is a short passage this morning. There, Why don't you grab your Bibles and we're going to read quicker. it. All right, and you might as well change the sit down, now. stand for the reading. Who here sit down for the reading of the word. Mark 12. We're going to read Mark 12. Didn't deserve. Mark chapter 12. And we're going to begin reading in yeah, okay. verse uh, there's probably a few. 35. Sure Mark if we look 12. Hard enough, you could probably find verse something, but it doesn't come as easy, does it, to think of a, an occasion where you were wrongfully punished. All right. Okay. Uh, Gospel according to Mark that we deserve punishment. Chapter 12. Today we're talking verse about 35 to Christ 37. This the mediator. This is, is the word the of the Lord. Of and as Jesus and taught in the, the temple, he said, how can today? the scribes say that the so Christ is the son of David? Confession goes into a deep dive David himself in the Holy Spirit the declared, the Lord uh, said to my Lord, called. sit at my right hand until I put all your enemies under Thank your you, feet. So, David calls him Lord. Christ the mediator. So, so how is he talks his son? His Mediation. In the great throng, what is heard the definition of mediator or mediation? That's the word of the Lord. Anybody give me Let's pray. some thoughts on well, that? Father, we have heard your word, and we pray that right now that your spirit would make us Comes listeners of to your negotiate. word. I have a few deaf ears, and that I have, you would give us not far off real ears to hear your to words, and that our hearts would hear them, and that we would be shepherded by your words. Lord, we pray that uh, whatever your intention, intervention of a however you would lead your sheep, the reason uh, that you gave us these words, the reason you spoke these words to us in your word, Lord, I pray that those things would be accomplished in us, that we would be warned by your warnings, instructed by your instructions, comforted by your comforts. We also want and may to our eyes be fixed more firmly on the Lord Jesus Christ. So reconciliation pray this in is another name. word that we Amen. want to mention here. So by definition, All right, so we are right now in the middle a of a series of questions. So Jesus is, is in the temple right now in our story. Jesus is in the temple. And there have been a bunch of questions asked of Jesus, one after the other after the God. other. That's and right. it's kind of like Jesus ah, waits for them to finish all their questions. What is the, the end of our last our, our passage last week? If you go back up to 34, it says, "And after that, Sin. no one dared to ask God him any good. more questions." God is holy, and you. So are they not. were silent. They had asked all the so questions they could think of, all the questions problem. they dared. Uh, and then Jesus like essentially is saying, so "Now I have a question for you." Is here to solve this. Essentially, conflict. what's happening is Jesus is asking the question that they should have been asking. The question that if they had been asking, they would have considered the whole gospel, the whole word of the Messiah differently. Now, we've got kids here, which is wonderful. This is where kids should be. And though the the older you get, the more you're in church, the more you'll understand. There's going to be some things that you don't understand very well now, but you can understand the most important things. You can remember the story. You can remember that there were some people who were trying to ask Jesus some trick questions. People trying to ask Jesus questions to embarrass him. And Jesus Kevin, answered all those questions. And then there was a man who asked Jesus a serious question, Hebrews a man who really 15, wanted to know about the Bible. James, thank you. And Jesus answered 12, his question. And now Jesus George, asks them uh, Heidi, a question. Can you read Isaiah 53, 12? And this is the question okay. Jesus Actually, asked. First Remember this, you can tell your parents this later. 
Jesus asked the church leaders, he said, can the Messiah be only David's son? Doesn't he also need to be God's son? Because you know, we need a rescuer who's a human. Thank you. Who had the next one? Jesus was a real human. Hebrews 8, 6. And we need a rescuer who is a real human. Somebody who could live our life instead of us. So that God could reward us for the things that Jesus did. If we trust in Jesus. But we also need a rescuer. We also need a Messiah who's also God. And Jesus was not just man. He was also God. And this is so that God could make sure that we were saved. And so that he would be able to take our punishment. Because Jesus didn't just take the punishment for one person. Jesus took the punishment for many, 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 many people. He took the punishment for every single Christian. Everyone who will become a Christian in the future. Every single person. And that's why he needed to be both God and man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, if we look yeah, back, uh, Heidi, Isaiah 52, we see 12. that the last question Jesus was answered was by one of the church leaders, one of the scribes. And at the end, Jesus says, after they talked about God's law, Jesus says, you know, you're not far from the kingdom. Because he saw the law of God. Hey, so you have the word mediated he knew God's a few law. times. And, then the last one and he saw that it was good. We can and see he also saw that God's that law was not Christ just the things that you say and the things that you do, but God's law is also obeyed in your heart. In and it was a good confession. law. And um, Jesus said, just knowing the law, even if you love the law, it doesn't mean that you have you kept Kevin it. Feel really bad if you don't know. Every single one of us has broken God's covenant law. Of Every single one. Grace. Thank Every you. single grace human who has ever so, lived, apart from Christ to these, Jesus, we pointed out has other words always like intercession, has broken God's law because but for now, God's law is to love him with, his, with your whole heart and to love your neighbor it as pleased yourself. God. This is paragraph now, one of chapter eight. Israel was waiting God for a Messiah, in his, in his a rescuer, purpose to choose and ordain someone Lord who Jesus, could rescue people from sin. Son. Now, according to the covenant, if made the only them rescue both, that you needed was from the sin of other people, man, the then maybe just a human king, rescuer could do. Savior of the church, right? The because all you need is someone strong enough to kill the all the world, people who are sinning against whom you. He did all and then, huzzah, you're rescued. To be his seed. But what these people were missing is that we don't just need to be rescued from other people's sin. We need to be rescued from our own sin. We need to be rescued from the sin that is in our own hearts. And so for that, we need a Savior who's also God. Of one substance and equal with him. A savior who, who could rescue us from our sin. And governs all things he has made. And therefore also the strong enough to rescue us from death. Take upon him man's nature. And only with God could conquer death. And, and so we needed a savior who was God sin, as well. Being conceived by our the first point is this. See if you can see Mary, this with me. God himself said that the, the Messiah the would be her. the son of David. So now, of woman, don't get confused Judah, here. The word Christ Abraham and Messiah David, are the same word. So it's just one is from Hebrew, Messiah is from Hebrew, and the word Christ is from Greek. But they're the same thing. They mean the same thing. They're the same word. Which person is and God spoke God a lot in the Bible about the coming rescuer before Jesus came. 
Every book of the Bible before yeah, Jesus came is pointing to the, the rescuer. Jesus and God is telling nature, us things about the rescuer, the, divine, the Messiah, the long the before he comes, thousands of years before with the Holy Spirit he comes. Above measure. Having in him and all so the Jesus of wisdom and knowledge, points to the Old Testament. The that he picks up well Psalm 110 that, that Carl read for us this morning. Harmless, and he reads from Psalm 110 to show that the Messiah needed not just to be a human, but also had to be the son of which God. Office he took not upon himself, but so was I want there you to notice what Jesus does here. First of all, notice the authority of Scripture here. How does Jesus use the Old Testament? Does he use There's the Old Testament as a book of here. suggestions or ideas? Uh, as is the you know, some people long ago who loved God said some sentence. things. No, he the uses the Old bit. Testament uh, with full one authority. Notice he says that it was written God. by David. Did you notice Which that? He says that these things the were written Jesus. by David. Verse Notice 36, Jesus, Jesus says, David himself. So he says this was written by David, a human author. Jesus didn't doubt that this was actually written by David, a real human. And he trusted it was true. What does this mean? But also notice, who else did Jesus think wrote this? Did Jesus think it was just David who wrote this? Let's keep going. Verse 36, go there. David said, David himself, in the Holy Spirit, declared. And then he quotes from the Old Testament, from Psalm 110. To make someone a priest and so Jesus or minister, conform, believed con, sorry, confer firmly that the Old them, Testament, the books of the Bible, were written by men, officially. but also both by God, apply here, the Holy Spirit. Because as the confession continues, so for Jesus, there is Christ's no conflict, offices, there's no problem uh, in that first paragraph, to say that the writers of the Old Testament, prophet, priest, and king, were men, what are and the two also main elements that God of wrote the Old Testament, office, that the Holy Spirit are. spoke through them. So Jesus is happy to say that the Old Testament words, the Bible's words, were God's words. What do they do? And the words of men that God chose to speak them. We can see this in 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 to 21. It says, and we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed uh, to which you will do well to pay attention as a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of scripture ever comes from someone's own interpretation. Helper. No prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So God used real humans to deliver his message exactly as he wanted it delivered. Every word written in the Bible are God's own words. God's system, right? perfect revelation. Right. You don't say, well, I'm going to go out and witness something today. Not just no, no. We, we by men saying, oh, just trust others, me. Right? Not just someone finding a book and saying, well, I'm Same pretty sure this is God's word. Right? No, God clearly choosing two, men, affirming them with signs and wonders and miracles that. to prove that God I had have chosen news them. For you, and though, the court God case making sure that every single word that they chose were his own words. His own message to his people. And in case you weren't aware of the verdict, church, do not guilty. be troubled. But you do have not be troubled really by church lawyer. leaders One that is who so say that we ought to read the Bible as takes human thoughts about God. You know, good human thoughts God about could God. Not forgive just human thoughts about God. No. 
The Numbers Bible 14, is God's says, thoughts about God. The Lord is long It's not just humans communicating to you about God. It is God communicating to you about God. There's now a new relationship. No longer one of God as judge. For the next time you hear some turkey church leader say this to you or suggest it, simple question. There's nothing to judge for. Ask them. It's been paid. Is your view of how to read the Bible? Is that Jesus' view? The way you just told me I should read the Bible, did Jesus view the Bible and read the Bible that way? Because the answer is clearly not. You see how Jesus reads from Psalm 110. Yes, these are David's words, but they are also the Holy Spirit's words. Oh, church, we can trust whatever is written in the Bible. God communicated to us firmly and surely. He wanted Israel to know for certain who would be their Messiah. But he wants us to know, looking to back, who was the Messiah who is sent by God to His rescue us. Gets imputed to us. And so we see God our was sending a human Messiah, him. born There's into a real human family. This is First of all, we see that he was born into David's all, family. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He was David's son. David lived hundreds of, years, hundreds, of years, hundreds of years before him, oh, but he comes from the line of David. Mom. David is his ancestor. What is it? We see this in 2 Samuel 7. God promises this to David. No one comes But we to also father see this in Isaiah 11. Right? I'm just going to read Isaiah no 11. One so to ten, we need it says this: There shall come forth a shoot from the stump advocate. of Jesse. Jesse's David's dad, and hey. a branch from his roots so shall bear fruit. And the this spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him: history. the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit God of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. Destiny. He shall not, he shall not judge by what his eyes fail. see or decide, decide disputes called? by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the fail. earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness, never the, be uh, with faithfulness the belt of his God loins. The wolf shall lie down with the lamb do. and the leopard shall lay down um, with the young goat. The calf and the lion and the God fatted calf together, and a little child possible. shall lead them. Open the, door. He the cow and the bear it. shall graze, the, their young shall lie down to, together. Sinners. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. Saved. The nursing child shall play this over the whole the of the cobra. Teaches, the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse, Jesse is David's dad, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples. Of him shall the nations inquire and his resting place shall be glorious. What wonderful promises God has made about what the Messiah will do. A new heaven and a new earth where only righteousness dwells. Where there'll be no confusion about sin. There'll be no injustice. Animals won't harm, harm done, humans anymore. Humans won't um, die. We have a beautiful future to look forward to. And who will accomplish it? Who are they going to look to? Who is this going to be? It will be the son of David. David's son will do this. One of David's Romans descendants 8, 8, will Romans do 8. this. Um, In Jeremiah 23. That's right. So... Christ the we read, behold, the days you, are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David day a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and he shall execute justice it, and righteousness and in the not, land. And he cannot fail. So this was it's going to be a son finished. of David. 
Uh, Christ says in his prayer in people John 17, people are not supposed to look around the world for where the Messiah earth, would come. Where is he going to come? We have no idea. God pinpointed a family. It's going to be from the line of David. You do We've not have to look elsewhere, I promise. Christ is the advocate and mediator. And he was and then the born as a real human. Uh, some of these other a titles, real like child head born. And savior. As head, in Isaiah 9, we read, for to us a child is born, to He's us a son is given. And the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Justifier. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David, there it is, and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Why do we not need to fear this? All the sweetnesses. Sweetness of God's coming, right? future promises. Is Time is the hope of humanity, is coming. This of is eternal life, Why of does glory, the Christian, the Christian not they're need to fear all tied this? to a man born into David's family. It's finished. Now, this isn't the main What's point finished? of our passage, that the Messiah, that Jesus and was paid. actually a man. That's right. Do we have but a we need to start can, there because that's what that the people assumed and they were right. The leaders who didn't get Jesus and didn't believe in him, they write that the Messiah would be of a man. First John 4, He'd be David's son. By this is the Bible love teachers didn't miss that point. That we may have confidence we need for to the day lean into of that judgment before we move on to the main Because as he is so, also point. are we in this world. We need There's no fear in love, to but perfect love casts out a fear. Man. For fear has to do with punishment. He needed to be fears a human, perfected in love. just like uh, John has just said that we are in Christ at this point. We needed this because letter. he needed to be a true and this is substitute. How it manifests itself as love. A substitute means somebody doing something instead of you perfect. and it counting as if you did it. Because he took the judgment. He had to live a perfect said, life finished. for us when the ruling, as a human. When the ruling for you at this court case was read. Jesus didn't guilty, become a human to do Jesus that for us, we would have no substitute. And he says. I'll take the Satan punishment. could still say to God, look, hey, well, the punishment is none of the yep, humans that you ever made, it. no human has ever obeyed and your law. On you, he writes, but Christ came full, becoming a real adopted, human. Child of God. And dear Christians, your he title, obeyed the law in your place. And, sisters, and so now, Satan cannot say that anymore. Convicted, God's murderer, law has been obeyed by a real thief, human. Adulterer, and dear friends, he did it in your place. Reads, child of the if you are a Christian, that doesn't move you to love. The mission, the commands of God have been accomplished. What, has, uh, what Adam failed to do here. and what, by, and what all of Adam's one. offspring, all of us have failed, well section, Christ has completed covenant, promise of salvation Your friends, by the one seed day of the you woman. will stand before the uh, throne of God. In this section of, of the confession, we have the line, unto whom he did and there will be a question. give a people to be his seed. There will be a so question that needs to be Genesis. answered. We don't know if Bible God's going to ask it. He already uh, knows the answer. To the seed of the woman, one of the questions the seed that of the will serpents. need to be answered is this. For each uh, person, is the seed of the where woman, is your perfect human righteousness? Old Testament prophecy. You want to enter heaven. Everything you need perfect human righteousness. Christ. Where is yours? Established before. Do not point to yourself when you are asked that question. 
Point to the Lord Jesus Christ, a real human who is perfectly righteous, and he is your perfect human righteousness. He did it for you. If you trust in him, he transfers his righteousness, his human righteousness to you. It counts as if you had done it. But not only our substitute in life, he was our substitute By in death. There. The Bible's very clear that the blood Roots. of bulls and goats right. could Anyone not who hangs on a tree is pay the term for the sins first of humans. Is used to describe a pleasing offering and so to God, all the right? sacrifices of the Old Testament the did not have, forgive the sin. They were pointing to a man who would one day die for the sin the case, of his right? people, and that was the Lord Jesus. But he had to first become a real human. Matthew 15, 13. He answered, every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. He wasn't we have a all this fake garden human. talk all over, right? He wasn't part human study and part God. He was truly human. The Jews believe the Bible that since they were chosen we have seed, a very sympathetic automatically almost old We've salvation a sympathetic high priest. People. We as Gentiles are said he was to tempted be not in from the every single tree, way that we are. We are. Every kind of way that you can be tempted. In. Jesus was tempted in those ways. And uh, yet, for Jews without that denied and sin, to deny Christ, they chose to remain. This doesn't in mean he excuses sin. Anyone who remains in darkness and it doesn't Christ mean that he gives us a pass on it. Like I know how hard it is. Oh, let it go. No, the words, he sympathizes with you, us in our weakness. You he knows what it is like to be a finite human. But we have a he knows what it is like to be Christ. someone who has needs that he has hey, to, be, that God, that he has to trust God one. for. He did that. Paragraph he did two, that for I'll 33 years. He knows what it means and what it feels like to so be God, someone who has needs the, that they have the to depend Trinity, on God for. very and eternal God, he the brightness also of the Father's knows what it is like one to be tempted. And equal with him who made the world. No one in this room can say they don't know what it is to be tempted. Did when the each of us time knows complete, what it is to be tempted take upon him man's nature with all the to have the option of sinning infirmities of it and in our hearts without sin think being conceived that by the might Holy be Spirit better for me the Virgin Mary the Holy to have Spirit the option of sinning her, to have God's the law and then to have our own the, the world tell us so these things would be better we all know what it's like to be tempted of Abraham and David according and because Jesus Christ lived as a human perfect and distinct as a real human were inseparably as a hybrid as a true real human he looks at us and he's not yelling at us and saying why is this so hard for you yet one Christ the only mediator no he looks at us with kindness and compassion and says Paragraph well, I know two is why the longest that's chapter. It deals with the fact that Christ is. I know how hard it is to obey God when your family natures. will hate you for Those it. Those are. I know how hard it is to obey God, God when man, your friends right? will Christ mock you nature. for it. Therefore, I know Satan how hard it is to obey God why when the government will threaten you for two? it. Why must the nature be separate? I know how hard it is to obey why, why can't God's we say, law. For example, and so he's not looking at us with bewilderment. The what in the world? Attributes. You, why is this so hard? He knows how hard it is. Because he did it. Yeah. Confession says, he knows two, it is wicked two whole to perfect sin. and distinct natures were and he also knows the pressure together of in one person without conversion, composition, or confusion. So dear friends, it that means that Jesus is looking at us and saying, why is this so hard to be able for you? To but it also means and yet it had to be man that we are robbed of an excuse. 
because who sinned? Who caused the problem? We can't say the following anymore. Man did. We did, right? Christ wouldn't so tell me to obey that command if he knew how hard it was for me. Humanity can participate. If Christ knew how hard this was for me, he would never expect me to do that. Deity cannot You're share. Christian. We know the answer to that question. Right? If that he were does true, know how hard it is for you. And it's not deity. He lived as um, a human. Being a, a mixture of both human. makes it neither. So right? whenever That's you are faced with a temptation. Um, not deity, not man. So Jesus you know was not the one this who gives you that command hybrid, to, dis, to, okay? to turn away from he that was temptation. two natures in one person. You know that Confession he knows makes this clear. how hard it is. Jesus is very God and yet and very he commands man, you to obey it. Sin. And he um, will give you the strength to obey it. Dear yeah. friends, we have a sympathetic... For we do high not have priest. a high priest who is unable to empathize that with takes our weaknesses, us to our but we have second point. one who has been tempted in every God way, himself just said the Messiah would be the son of God. Yes, God said that the Messiah would be the son of David. He would be a true human. Every weakness that you feel. But he would also be the son of God. You are or have been. Again, is notice how we fail, both the human author of Psalm 110, that's David, short of God's and the divine standard, author, which is God, Christ they both succeeded. need to be true in order David for this argument that Jesus is making to work. First of all, it is David, Jesus says, is writing these things. Look, he perfect. says in 36, David himself uh, and I know in the Holy Spirit declared. So we know that David is saying these things. If it's some other human kind of who's like writing the these things, then the argument doesn't work. Because the argument is that the Messiah is greater than David. So, the Messiah so is David's Lord. Some mystery around that. I'm and not so Jesus that no, needs to, he's confident, sorry, that David we is writing these things, but also it's necessary that the Holy Spirit uh, is. Because if David was just writing these things and God's not writing it through paragraph. him, then maybe David so made a mistake. See what those are? Maybe David slipped when he too, said that the Messiah would be his Lord. Breaks down kind of no, he didn't. Because the Holy Spirit, God made sure that David would write exactly what was needed to be written. Not just David, but everyone who wrote in the Bible. Now, Jesus isn't disagreeing that he is the son of David. We can look many places in the New Testament where Jesus affirms that. In fact, Mary is told in Luke 1, uh, in Luke 1 when well, she's met by of. the angel, the angel kind says of, to her, I do guess. not be afraid, yeah, Mary. Way, but for you have found favor with God, and behold, <laughs> you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you yeah, shall call creation, his name Jesus. His he will be great and will be called the Son of the, the Most High. Of, yeah, so pre-incarnate and incarnate. So this is a term and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his to, father uh, for Christ David. lowering himself to become man. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And so Jesus is saying, in other words, how can the scribes say that the Messiah is only the son of David? Okay. If he was only the son of David, David wouldn't be calling him Lord. The God man. We see that as we read in Isaiah, a son is given to the family of David. Jesus doesn't come from the line of David. It's not like they produced him. He's given to the line of David. One say. The Holy Spirit makes With Mary God. conceive the in her womb this child. God, this child is right? given to them and then John born 1, to them. Okay, all things were made through him. Now, and without him, every single was person made. here, for so every single person here, your life began at conception. And governs all things he has made. Your life began at Hebrews conception. Says, in the not after Lord, that. You laid the foundations and of not the before earth, that. And the heavens are the work We don't of believe your that every hands. human before they were born was just sitting yeah. up there waiting. Confession in heaven, waiting the to be born. 
Trinity you know, we're not just sitting there the doing crosswords or Sudoku and just waiting. When is it that we're going to be born? You did not exist before you were conceived. The minute you were conceived, you were a real human made in God's image with all the rights and privileges that are attained to that. But the moment before you were born or more before you uh, were conceived, you did not exist. We've kind of spoke a lot about it's not true this, for Jesus uh, in chapter two Jesus existed Trinity. from all so eternity he past that, he was always to, God uh, he never became God he was always God he's the one who made the universe go back and listen to he has always so we existed. established that Christ has been there since he the always existed he, he was deity, truly God and he joined the human race he then became a human in order to redeem when the humans. fullness of time was complete and so he was david's lord man's nature because he made David. properties and common infirmities he was david's lord because david sin. only existed because by the holy spirit christ the made him exist Mary, and kept him existing by the word of his power however the most high overshadowing we've already looked at so why it was necessary for the messiah to be a man david according to the scriptures why is it necessary that our Redeemer be truly God? Why is it important and even necessary that our Redeemer is actually God, not just man, but also God? That is so that our salvation would depend on God alone. So it would be sure, and so it would be certain. Now, Israel... Before the Lord when Jesus the came, had many redeemers, had many so rescuers the in their Father history. And God provided lovely rescue for them from these earthly redeemers. David was one of them. All the Samson was one of them. Of man, you can see this. A, uh, uh, Moses so is one of them. Joshua is one of them. God helped rescue his people through merely human redeemers over and over and over and over again. But these men fell. Messiah. And whatever redemption that they accomplished for their people often just dwindled. Finally coming and it wasted away. It was lost. This is what the confession Because they were just God looks down and says, this is my beloved. But Jesus' divine nature, the fact that he was also God, made it possible for him. And we have paragraph. So it made it impossible for him to sin. The Lord Jesus. Jesus being God, it made it impossible for him to sin. Now, to the divine do not, of the Son, was do not get confused as what that Holy means. Spirit above measure. Some people hear Adding that it was impossible for Jesus to sin, and, and they therefore mean, they, they the therefore think it must have been easier dwell. for him. To the end, no. that being holy, harmless, undefiled, it wasn't easier for him to truth, obey God's law. He might be it just was impossible for him to, to quit obeying it. Of mediator and surety, now, if I told you that you had to run a hundred mile marathon, also put up power and nothing about and you changed. In his hand and your physique his didn't change. Your breathing didn't change. Nothing changed. The only thing about, that changed um, is that you Christ couldn't quit. Power and ability that you had to, to keep going for 100 miles and not one mile earlier could Christ you quit. Having all the, treasures of wisdom and the only thing that changes is that you can't quit. Would that make it easier? Or would it make it harder? It would make it harder. God's you wouldn't know the relief of quitting. And what we should be seeking Dear friends, this is why our Messiah so needed to be truly man. So that he could be tempted just as we are and obey as we ought to have. And to experience exactly Christ how hard it is to obey when tempted. Of and, and yet make it impossible Christ for him to quit. 
He was sanctified. You read the Old Testament. You've read of David's life. Did he, for a unique purpose, did he break he was anointed to in his it. obedience to the Lord? When Pretty terribly, didn't he? And kings You've read of Samson, the, the great redeemer. In the Old did Testament, he ever break in his obedience to the Lord? After, or he most certainly did. What about Jonah? Also him. Moses? Moses too. Every single one of Israel's of heroes broke Stopped in their obedience from sin. And, and many of them kept going after that. That's great. But not of one of them withstood temportation their entire life. The that a God sent mediator and so Christ's divine nature made it impossible for him to sin. But his, his divine nature, being God, also made Please it Father, possible for him to him bear the wrath of God for the sins of billions Man of people. could not do this. Okay. Now, it didn't make it easier. Because man is forever. When Jesus was hanging Adam on the cross for three hours, sin nature, he received the wrath of God was man, again, Adam for fell. billions of people. So it had to be man. If you are a Christian, if you trust in Christ, salvation. everything that you, all the punishment the you would receive in hell for eternity, so perfect. God took exactly that and put God it on Christ. And he did that for every single Christian who ever lived in the past and whoever will live in the future. Every sin that they had committed, every sin that they will commit, he put all of that punishment all at once on Christ and what would have taken an eternity for us to bear, he poured it on Christ in three hours. And so him being God made it possible for him to do that. And he gave him commandments but it didn't make it easier. to execute the same. Executing power and Think judgments. about how unbearable it would be and for you to be in hell. What a beautiful thing it is that we don't need to fear. Unbearable. The power of the judgment. And yet right? you will be forced to do it we if you are not in Christ. sons and daughters because of the mediation of Christ. And then think that Christ willingly in a sense, did that. God is judge. Jury and for billions of, of people on the cross. And then being all loving. And he did it as a human. He, just, he goes and pays the price. Being God didn't make for it easier sin. for him to do that. It just made it, it impossible no for him to quit. It made it possible for him, but not easier. So all that suffering, that agony he received on the cross. The Bible tells us how alone. he endured that. Through faith alone. When the Bible tells us how he endured that, it doesn't say he endured it because it was easy because he was I God. No, what does it say? He says he endured it for the they, they didn't do or didn't joy deserve. set before him. Well, Christ he did it because of the love he had for the Father. He was punished and for he did it because of the, the love he had for the church. While he was sinless. For the love of the people that he was dying R. C. Sproul for. Once was asked the, uh, so dear the Christian, your salvation is sure. Why do bad things It was to good and people. is in the hands of a man his response who was, is also God. That only Your salvation once. wasn't easy. And he volunteered. It was incredibly hard and it was incredibly costly. And it was accomplished because of gr God's great love for his church. Right, and you have failed at many things. Even with Father, God's help. We come before you. You might think, maybe I'll fail. By the fact that maybe I won't endure. You chose to humble yourself Dear Christian, hide yourself in Christ. It's fully God, Turn to fully him in every Lord. moment. Your salvation, your forgiveness, your endurance is secure cross, in him. You paid and you might think, maybe my obedience is not good enough. You took our sin I guarantee you it is not. Of which there is it is not good enough. So much. But Christ's is. And you gave us a man who was and is God. 
as perfect as what God. An honor, what your an righteousness is a human righteousness. It was it was made by Christ. It's Christ's righteousness. But it, even though it is right, his human righteousness, it is as righteous as God Himself, because Christ is God Himself. And that is counted to you. Seek to become like Christ, our, our brother. Your faith is not in your own work, but in the work of God Himself. Stood in the gap for us, Lord. Lastly, not do this. All enemies will be placed no under Christ's try, Lord, feet. But you give us the ability, Lord. Let's not miss the main Spirit point that now, David was saying in Psalm 110, carried by the Holy Spirit. He's singing this. What is it that the Lord God said to David's honor. Lord? Let's read. Lord, I pray for this morning. Verse 36, David himself in the Holy Spirit declared that the Lord said to my Lord, this is God talking to the Messiah, sit at my right hand until I put all your enemies under your feet. Bless the rest of our time here together. So we see that creation's goal will be accomplished. God created humans to reign over creation, to rule over the world, to rule under God's rule, but to make sure all of creation was obedient and under God's reign, under a man, under Adam. And Adam failed miserably in that. This, the serpent that God made ruled over Adam. The tree that God made ruled over Adam. He let the fruit, the desire for the fruit control him. And now we have in Christ a man ruling over all things perfectly under God. Immediately after Adam and Eve failed, God promised to Eve that she would have a son. And that son would crush Satan underfoot. Let's see this in Genesis 3. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you've done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So what is promised here to Eve is that one day a son would be born to her that would reign over Satan by suffering. We read to begin today from Philippians chapter 2. The end of Philippians 2 says that God will put the name, will give to Jesus every name, uh, the name above every name, and that every tongue will confess him and every knee will bow. This is God's promise to the Messiah, but Philippians 2 tells us why that happened. It is because he suffered for the church because he was crushed and Jesus right now is in heaven reigning as a human he is right now at the throne at the right hand of God almighty he went there on ascension day ascension day is 40 days after Christ's death and resurrection and he did that visibly his people saw him rise to heaven but this was after his death on a cross. First, he suffered for his people, and then he reigns. You noticed in God's promise of, to Eve that the Messiah or her son would reign, would crush Satan's head, but he would do so by being himself crushed and bruised. He is already ruling. And there's some rule that we're going to look forward to in the future. He is already ruling over everything by his sovereign power. There's no molecule that is out of line with Christ's command. No human, every person, 
Every war, every rumor of war, every power, every earthquake, every flood or or tornado, every birth, every death is under his sovereign control. He is reigning over all things. And the Bible does say that he will put all his enemies under his feet. The problem is this. Aren't you and I naturally his enemies? Why is it that we are not crushed underneath his feet? The Bible is very clear. It's because he suffered for us. He was crushed by God on the cross so that we could be redeemed without him crushing us under his feet. We come underneath his reign, but instead of under his feet, we are part of his body. Dear friend, to come to Christ by faith is to join his body. Yes, you're under his rule, under his headship, but rather than being crushed by his reign, you are lifted by it. Christ is reigning over all things right now. He is building his church. He is growing his church. He is making sure that the gospel is spread far and wide. And he is protecting his church. He is correcting his church. He is building his church. He's keeping it in his loving care. We do look forward to a day when we will see Christ's reign even more clearly. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we are told that the last enemy to be destroyed is death. We have all experienced death, haven't we? Death of a loved one. We've often maybe thought about our own death coming. Death has been defeated by Christ's resurrection from the dead, but we do not yet see the experience of that done. We now experience death. And the reason why we continue to experience death is because God is being patient. Because to destroy death, to make sure death was no longer, he would have to put an end to history. He'd have to put an end to all people. And so as long as there is still death, God is still being patient. The moment death is gone, then all of Christ's enemies will be put under his feet and there's no more opportunity for someone to join his body, to be saved by him by trusting in him. And so we look forward to Christ's return where he will crush all death. He will destroy death and every bit of rebellion will be gone forever. Can you imagine how wonderful it will be to live in a world where there's no rebellion? Where there's no rebellion against God's law, where only, the only thing that will happen is obedience to God and Christ? I'll close with these words. Dear church, God himself for thousands of years built the Bible testifying about the coming of his son. We can trust these words because God himself spoke them. Dear church, your redeemer is truly a man. He is a perfect substitute in life and in death and he, sub- he sympathizes with you and he helps you. He sees your weaknesses and his heart goes to you to help you. Dear church, your redeemer is truly God. Your hope is in God himself who never fails. We say that all things are possible with God. It's not really true though. 
There is something that is impossible for God to do. What's that? Lie. It is possible for men to lie. When they tell you, I will save you, I will redeem you, I will help you, it is possible for them to lie. But your hope, dear church, is in God himself who cannot fail and who cannot lie. Rejoice in the Messiah that God has provided. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for your goodness and your kindness to us. We thank you that you have given us the Messiah that we needed. We thank you that you yourself came. That you joined us in our humanity to save us. We thank you that we can rejoice that our Savior is a human, but he is also God. Lord, it is hard to fathom the incredible love that you would have for us. That you, our God, would die for us. How can it be? How can it be that you, our God, would die for us? God, this is amazing love. Father, do not let us put our hope in ourselves. Do not let us put our hope in other men or women or anything else that you made. Lord, let our hope be fully and only on you. Lord, when we are tempted to sin, let us not think that you would not, if you knew how hard it was, you wouldn't command us these things. Lord, we know that you becoming a man know how hard it is, what temptation is like, and yet you did it. Father, we thank you for the strength that you have promised us. We thank you for the forgiveness that was purchased by Christ's human blood. Lord, we pray that you would work these things in us. In Jesus' name, amen.